Heads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Outlaw Graves, who was released October 19th, 2011. Yeah, he is really fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he was my, he may have been like my first AD carry like main. Yeah. Back, back you know, old, when he was uh, release Graves. <laughs> right, remember? Remember all his old abilities and shit? Yeah. I mean, some of them yeah, are the same. They're not terribly different. Yeah. But. No, I, I did used to play a little bit of Graves. I, I don't even know if I've even tried him since they changed him. Because oh, really? I was like, there's no way I'm tracking that. I can only shoot twice things. <laughs> I have enough trouble with Jin. <laughs> and making him jungle. That was like wild. I feel mm-hmm. like that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do we want to open with okay the Graves impression. So Mark is clearly going to do the best Graves impression. So I think he needs to go last. Don't shake your head at me, Mark. I, I don't think so. I Why I feel not? Like, I feel like you're half Graves already. I didn't. Pull, you really are. Uh, well, thank you. I suppose I didn't put <laughs> I didn't put a lot of thought into it because he doesn't really have really good um, quotes. He doesn't. So no. I no it, I, I I forgot. They'll shot out of my brain. <laughs> so. All right, so um, I really didn't look. N- none of the quotes spoke to me, but he had a pretty good death sound. <laughs> Tarnation. So that's my great impression, dying. Nice. <laughs> Dead man walking. Yeah. Oh, shit. You stole mine now. Fuck. Of course it was going to be that one. Into the line. There you go. Yeah, see, you're so already great. Effortless. Yeah. It's like molasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's really slow. Smooth and effortless, just like molasses. <laughs> That's what everybody says about it. Do you right. remember that time I dropped a jar of molasses on the kitchen floor? I do. It was not effortless. Let it was horrible. Don't ever drop a jar of molasses on your floor, folks. It just and if you do, just move out. <laughs> just go. Just leave. Just it's not worth the it. The house belongs to the molasses. Set fire to. <laughs> Okay, so on the universe page, uh, Graves has a bio and three short stories, one of which we already discussed kind of a lot because it was about Gangplank that was Burning Tides. Although we didn't really talk about uh, Graves' part in it so much. Oh, we ended up still having the kind of talk a lot about Graves' part because he was pretty critical. But. Yeah, it's like, he's like a good 60% of all this, or all of that one is, is Graves, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only have notes on the bio. Then run us through the bio, (laughs) baby. Sure. Because I suck. Okay. uh, Graves was born in Bilgewater and pretty quickly became, I guess, what everyone in Bilgewater becomes, a thief and a liar. (laughs) He gets kind of bored of the small-time crimes, which is kind of buck wild to me that Bilgewater is only full of small-time crimes. But sure, Graves, I guess he had to leave his hometown to find bigger game. (laughs) So he smuggles himself into a boat that's headed for Shirima and cons his way along the coast. And uh, this is where he meets Twisted Fate. And the two of them discover that they're incredibly good swindlers together and lovers, obviously. Uh, but one day during a heist, Graves was arrested while Twisted Fate just booked it. He just dipped. He was like, bye, dude. Sorry. So Graves spends a long time in prison being tortured until he manages to fight his way out with the warden's new shotgun in tow. I think it was the warden's, right? Yeah. 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 
So he has plans to get revenge on his old partner, but when he finds Twisted Fate in Bilgewater, they have to team up in a situation that's described in a lot more detail in Burning Tides, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> they sort of pair up again, but have some issues they need to work out, maybe see a therapist, I think. In the end, it's mentioned <laughs> Graves feels like he's being called to Bilgewater still for the ultimate heist. There was also discussions of, oh, something, of, of a, like a like a, a stolen person what, like it was a kidnapped person i didn't write it down because uh, i was like this doesn't have anything to do with his bio but is this about like another champion is that like the prince i don't I know because then so. we have this story where he's working with the prince with that prince to um, i think so i think because that's like in a, a list of a couple of like big heists they had pulled and i think it just says mm-hmm, that they had yeah. kind of set two noxian houses together and then kind of double crossed them and and you know, I think it was just kind of sounding like they're really good fucking criminals. Is kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did do that, and I think after that, it, it was like they were hired to rescue someone who was being held for ransom. They rescued them, and then realized that they could probably just charge ransom, so they got the rescue money, and then also ransom money or some shit on top of that. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Okay. But, yeah. It's funny that they felt the need to include this in his bio. <laughs> it's important to know. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think like I said, it's just trying to show master. It's like they're re- they're like they're really good guys. Like they're really. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're double crossers. It's yeah, it is true. funny how they made an effort to say that they're really good at this. Obviously, they could pit like Knox's houses against each other, but then they don't really go into too much detail about how they got caught and graves was arrested in the first place it was just like their luck ran out okay yeah (laughs) for being such like a big deal for that whole for that character and that whole relationship to have it just be something that's it's it's shrouded in like too much mystery yeah right like i don't know any of the the basics of what actually fucking happened no except for what you know so i don't know any of the specifics either but just jumping a little bit to tf the Mm. additional details are that TF is specifically like he's he's getting like more in tune with his cards and like the luck that they bring him so he's taking on increasingly difficult and dangerous jobs over and over again trying to see how far he mm-hmm. can push his luck mm-hmm. until he finally has stumbled into one that is just way 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 too difficult okay mm. hmm. interesting hmm. <laughs> Other than that, the bio, I think the bio was fine. It was a bio. I think if I didn't have the yeah. at, uh, like the addition of having read Burning Tides already, I would have cared a little bit less. But I was pretty invested in Graves and TF because of Burning Tides. I have notes. Oh. <clears throat> okay. So the the place that <laughs> Graves, I think they mentioned either he's from or he spent a lot of time growing up is Mudtown, which is referenced in the Ruination cinematic. Oh. That's where Senna and Lucian were headed. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I knew that name sounded familiar. Oh, I didn't Fuck. get to that part yeah. in, the, in the client yet. <laughs> the event. Oh, no. it was I'm like, still in Noxus. It was the very first uh, cinematic when Lucian and Senna like, ran into the mist. Mm. Before the mist came, they were just a few days away from Mudtown. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, another thing just kind of like with gp i was surprised at the scope of the thievery that they did again i associated these two with bilgewater specifically so kind of hearing that they like 
went everywhere pulling cons was uh, interesting to me, knowing that they're probably more, you know, world-renowned or at least locally renowned. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I guess going back to Gangplank, I know, Rebecca, you and I had kind of been thinking, oh, is, was there history there? Is there a reason why, you know, Gangplank kind of shot up? But seeing all this, it's like, oh, yeah, if Twisted Fate's poking around your warehouse, some shit is going to fucking happen. Yeah, so. and in one of the stories, too, I think Graves mentioned that Twisted Fate has spent, I think, half his life in Bilgewater or something like that. So I feel like Gangplank mm-hmm. probably would have known who he was eventually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you were right, John. You had the right of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Another so you've you've seen Firefly, right, Mark? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> did this story I'm give fucking you insulted? Did this story give you heavy Janestown vibes? Yeah, yeah. I think it uh you know, it's funny the old lore I think is even more of that because there's less like reconciliation. He's just out for blood, right? Yeah. We'll give we'll give it a little rundown. Okay, so in Janestown <laughs> A man is abandoned by his thieving partner after a botched job. He gets locked away and tortured for a super long time. <laughs> and then when his partner resurfaces, he's freed to go get his revenge and armed with a shotgun. Mm. Uh, also, Janestown, or Canton, is like the official name of the, the place. Uh, they're essentially mud farmers, like one would expect in some place. Maybe <laughs> named Mudtown. I mean, uh, this is pretty recent lore. This must be like intent, like... Some of this must be kind of, you know, winks, right? Oh, like yeah, intentional. yeah. Especially given that Graves' first name is Malcolm. It is, yeah. yeah. And the author's last name is Reynolds. <laughs> I don't oh, think this that might guy. be a coincidence. <laughs> but, yeah, I do like the... Um, so the old lore, I think Graves twi- like Graves is still just wanting to kill TF, right? Is that kind of how it was? Yeah, especially because TF yeah. did legit just, like, Actually, dip and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I, that's I, true, that's true. I really like how they changed that in the new lore because the Graves TF pairing is a delight <laughs> whether or not you ship them as I do. <laughs> I think they're a really good team and it's it's much less cliche to have them to have Graves have to forgive him and to have TF try to work to gain that trust back. It's really unique and cool. Not something it's very real. It's not something you get in a fantasy story like this for a video game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, the. I mean, just we're talking about just the bio, and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it made me interested to see more about that because I, I my sense was still very much rooted in what I kind of remembered, which was like, yeah, he like jailbroke, and I know they, I know they reconciled obviously through you know having read this earlier, but I skimmed a lot of the grave shit before, so it was nice to like like <laughs> go and experience it all. But yeah, mm-hmm. now Graves's gun is named Destiny. Which, you know, obviously... Are you still, are you still into the Shanestown thing? No. This oh, okay. This is, this is, this is <laughs> more on the shipping oh, side okay. of things. Uh, Graves' gun, named Destiny, mm-hmm. as we all know. Synonym for fate. Also, name of, you know, TF's ultimate. Um, oh, yeah. Aww. Which <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> which, you know, if, if he named it right after he escaped from jail, that's when he got the shotgun. And it stands to reason that it's probably like a revenge thing. Yeah. But after they make up and his gun is destroyed, he gets a new shotgun. Now, he doesn't want revenge anymore. He has the opportunity to name it anything he wants to name it. Maybe even misfortune since they uh, you know, maybe want revenge on her, but nope, he goes with new destiny. <laughs> John. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just saying. <laughs> um, so yeah. going in chronological order, maybe, or did did you want? Did you have any sure. more to say on the bio? No, there's not too much. I mean, like you said, it's a it's a bio. Um, I think it's pretty mm-hmm. good. It doesn't it doesn't waste the space, and it. I feel like I he's got enough kind of lore that it's like okay, there's a lot going on here um, without it meandering. So good bio, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think the really short, short story would maybe be next chronologically. There's not much happened in that one. I forget what it was called. Oh, like a, one, last one last shot, shot I think. Yeah. Yeah, that one's kind of question mark. Could be any time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it's before he sees TF again, I would assume, but I'm not sure. So this one's actually credited to Anthony, uh, uh, Anthony Reynolds, who is... Uh, that was credited on just the wiki, by the way, so... Good job, Wiki. Um, right. Actually, the Wiki also has his new last name. Oh, yeah. Anthony Reynolds Lane. Reynolds, yeah, sorry. Reynolds hyphen Lane. <laughs> yeah. Again, keeping it up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is a short one. It's it's following Graves. He's in Piltover. Uh, he's wounded. He's si- wounded. Sorry. He's sitting in the. <laughs> he's wounded. <laughs> wounded. <laughs> fucking wounded. The wounded. Graves is wounded. <laughs> The Wuination King. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Fuck me! All right, well you guys can do this. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's wounded. <laughs> He's wounded in the ruined bar. <laughs> uh, what else happens? That's pretty much it. He there's yeah. a bartender who's scared out of his mind. He he grabs a drink and uh, you know there's guys outside the bar who are like come out we'll shoot you you know whatever it is that they <laughs> they're saying and he he flips the bartender a, uh, a silver serpent uh but not for the drink but for the door as he you know kicks it down and rushes out to go fight mm-hmm. yeah he was just mm-hmm. seven dudes who basically were trying to collect his bounty because he has a decent bounty on himself at this point <laughs> yeah they seem confident this so story this story almost felt like a kind of some writers were maybe playing around or some leftovers from something else. Like a proof of concept almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I guess I didn't think about the fact that if it's in Piltover, maybe it is post Burning Tides because I know they spent some time there in between mm-hmm. like, you know, so maybe they just he just happened to be alone. You know, it happens. <laughs> They're not joined at the hip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they kind of are a little bit. But <laughs> well, they not in the ruination. Yeah. Oh, Yeah true in the sen- yeah right the sentinel tf is, has not been ruined but is also not a sentinel he's busy i guess yeah, what's going on with that <laughs> right we should talk about the uh, actually real quick before we jump into the rest of the graves the tf bio we don't get a whole lot of like new information about graves but what we do get is that tf actually at the time that graves was captured uh, tf was still going by his real name which is tobias fate not twisted fate um but after he failed to rescue Graves, he decided to change his name to Twisted Fate from Tobias as a way to kind of start over again, which sounds to me a little bit like a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> new haircut, so new me. Find myself. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like who hasn't done the haircut after a breakup thing, you know? Uh, well, <laughs> okay. So I guess chronologically, Burning Tides would be next. 
this was that sure. really long multi-chaptered story that we kind of went through with gangplank although we tried to focus on gangplank's part all right who wants to go through this i have a bunch of notes for this if, sure if uh we could do it together oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, group effort. I guess before we before we hit it real quick, I did want to say I liked the color story. Um, I liked that mm. it did it was an action piece that didn't really get to the action. It was like just as they're about to do fighting, they kind of cut it there, which was nice. And and the way it kind of showed us what was going on in the scene through like oh, there's like broken glass all over the, the ground. The way he kind of described it, I thought it was good. It was it was a a neat little scene. I guess. Yeah, I like how the the bartender like was really in shock, and Graves kind of made a point and be like, "This guy's probably never seen a bar fight in his life. He's used to being from Bilgewater, where like a barkeep would just not even flinch at like <laughs> this happening." Yeah. Also, he really didn't like wine. He was very against the expensive Demasian wine; too mm-hmm. fancy for him. <laughs> Piss water, or whatever. Yeah, it struck yeah. me as kind of like a uh, like a video game cutscene. <laughs> where it would cut off right before the action, then you'd take over control mm. of the character. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Maybe this was written by gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking epic gamers, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Burning Tides. You know what? I'm just going to read your notes, John. Okay, Ooh, so yeah. this takes place uh, right after Graves gets out of prison, and he's tipped off that Twisted Fate is going to be working a job and uh, plans to surprise him with violence great note honey thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay so graves knows twisted freight pretty well and knows his tricks so he's able to corner him effectively enough that he can easily escape using his magic what can't oh he can't i'm sorry i was really confused (laughs) and he demands answers why did you leave me tf okay so i struggled a little bit with some of these parts because i always have a little bit of trouble with like the hot-headed character where they they just won't listen and they just yell all the time. I get it. They exist. But they're very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fitting for Graves. It was. And he was like, he's mm. been simmering in this anger for 10 years, right? That's a long time. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, this is too long. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I just had a quote <laughs> in the next thing. Yeah. Uh, well... Which was another another romantic <laughs> John's really into this shit more than I am I, I'm surprised over his shoulder a glint <laughs> catches my eye it's a flintlock the first of Gangplank's crewmen are on us without thinking I flick the card this is TF by the way I flick <laughs> the card it slices towards graves his gun thunders my card takes out Gangplank's man his pistol was leveled at Malcolm's back behind me another member of his crew slumps to the ground a knife in his hand if Graves hadn't shot him, he could have had me cold. We both look at each other. Old habits. <laughs> yeah. The, un- the unwritten word uh, there in between, we mm-hmm. both look at each other and old habits, mm-hmm. is um, rock hard. John! I'm just saying. No! It's sub- it's the subtext is there. <laughs> you ruined it's a, the romance. It's a reaction to the adrenaline. <laughs> it could have been a sweet moment, but you were like, No. They both have raging boners. <laughs> That'd be great if that was described. Like I see them across the whole fucking story. <laughs> they had raging boners the whole time. Twist. Yeah. That's... Okay, so <laughs> Gangplank captures Twisted Fate and Graves. God damn, it's really hard to read someone else's notes <laughs> and right. like make it sound natural. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, Graves is holding up well to the punishment. He's not phased when they punch him. He's just kind of giving out sass. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this was more description than we needed as all. You were really into the story. I love it. <laughs> it's just that we didn't go over a lot of this specifically when we were talking about <laughs> Gangplank and now that sure. it's Graves and it's a Graves story. I just, I Graves feels be bad and has a moment of self-reflection. <laughs> That's important to know. Gra- you just talked about how hot-headed Graves was. This was a big moment for him. <laughs> He's cool-headed now. He's cooling. Yeah. He said his cool down. He had a Mentos. <laughs> right. <laughs> someone fresh yeah fresh maker no that's a good point though john like that's a good because that's a big moment is when like twisted fate is like thank oh, you we tried to save you and the whole crew died everyone but me died and we did try and come rescue you and we fight we didn't we couldn't um and grace believes him yeah you know yeah. but continue sorry i'm enjoying this like this mess uh, that we are yeah, yeah i don't know what you call this default. okay continue on <laughs> All right, so right before they're thrown overboard, because this is when Gangplank straps them to the cannon that I didn't realize didn't just get pulled up from the ocean every time. Remember I got confused about that? I do remember that. (laughs) So they strapped this old cannon (laughs) about to be thrown overboard, and Graves slips a card to TF that he had picked up earlier so that TF can escape. So Twisted Fate does uh, escape his shackles. He could just kind of dip it all the way back to the shore, but he goes behind Gangplank steals the knife back that he was hired to steal and jumps into the water after Graves, who has been thrown overboard. I just made Mark yawn. He's really not into this. (laughs) No, no. It's unrelated. (laughs) All right. So they uh, make it to the bottom of the ocean. Twisted Fate can't swim, by the way, even though he grew up by the river and lived in Bilgewater most of his life. But he jumped in anyway, uh, follows Graves down by holding the chain, I guess. Uh, They eventually kind of finagle their way out by helping each other, but right above them, Gangplank ship explodes. Um, But they do come back up and uh, find a a, a wooden plank. The Gangplank ship explodes. Uh Uh-huh. Right as the Graves TF ship blossoms. John! (laughs) 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 I know. And they were both rock hard. That's what they broke those fucking chains with, my man. <laughs> the coldness of the water. You're ruining it, John. Couldn't even tame down those raging boners <laughs> that they both had, then floated them to the surface. <laughs> that is what it function at, functions as. Oh, it's fuck. A- okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So the it ends by them saying they're going to go to Piltover, where Graves can get a new gun. And do more jobs. What? Graves also passed mm-hmm. uh, one of GP's henchmen who had previously stolen TF's hat, and he made a point of picking up TF's hat for him and giving it back mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's their story in Burning Tides. Is it, it's very well done. This um, them reuniting and Graves being really mad, and in the middle of this action, Twisted Fate has to kind of be like. Please stop. We're going to die <laughs> for the love of God. I know you don't care, but can we settle this another time? And and Graves coming to realize that he can trust his old friend again, which I think it's hard to make that switch in such a short period of time. This takes place in what, an hour? Like this isn't taking place over days and weeks and they made it realistic. Graves uh, swapping from I want to kill this motherfucker to okay, 
let's help each other. Hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Twas natural. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of comes about as a result of, you know, it it goes through this really intense action sequence into them kind of, you know, they've been captured and they're kind of forced. It really forces Graves to just like hold, like hold still for just a fucking second. You just stop fucking wriggling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right that it, it's written in a way that feels it doesn't. It's not just like a, a switch getting getting flipped. Yeah. Um, and even then, you know, at the end they kind of make a point of it being the case that it's not 100 percent, you know, there. Right. Yeah. By any means, and that's actually something that continues on in that Destiny and Fate story, which I thought was interesting as well. Yeah. Should we jump to Destiny and Fate? Sure. Um. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is I really liked I liked the action in this because I liked all the descriptions of people's guts getting yeah, shot funny. out the back of them. Yeah, <laughs> this is a violent one. Yeah, it, it really is. It makes Graves come off very, like, it makes that shotgun seem really intense. Yeah. It's like, oh man. You forget how uh, graphic it would be using a weapon like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's not Piltover anymore. <laughs> and, um... Yeah. Oh, and also, I think on the Gangplank episode, we had talked about that knife in the water mm. uh, glowing. Yeah. I th- In rereading it, I think, is that just supposed to be it reflecting the explosion off the surface? Oh. Because you know, it's like a reflective piece of metal. That would be kind of weird. I feel like with all the water between it, it wouldn't glow like that. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it was magical. Yeah, I feel like it was. But, I mean, it hasn't come back in any of the other stories yet, so... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be curious. Yeah. Sure. Um, But the last story, um, which is the most recent story, is Destiny and Fate. This is also by Anthony Reynolds. Um, I was really excited that we got something after Burning Tides. I thought Burning Tides was going to be the most updated, you know, thing we see on their relationship. So this was great to see uh, them still working on their partnership again, you know? (laughs) And I don't have story beat notes for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, Mark? Okay. I, yes, I do. I just actually. have random notes. <laughs> I mean, I did such a good job with that last one, but I, I suppose. <laughs> do, you to, do you want me to link you mine? No, and no, you, no, you no, can no, 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 please. <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem. So, um, like you said, it takes place after Burning Tides, so they're, they're hooked back up. This is actually after they've come back from Piltover, so a good chunk of time. We don't know how long, um, but some amount of time has passed. And they are, what are they doing? Yeah, they're on a job. They're rowing to a temple. They're looking for a relic called the Abyssal Crown. And they're doing it at the behest of one of the one of the remaining kind of Bilgewater gang leader captains who's kind of vying for power, a guy called the Prince. Yeah, um, so this must be before Gangplank, you know, shows up again and takes hold again. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that made me curious because I know... <laughs> We'll we'll talk about it after I go through this because mm-hmm. I I'm, I wouldn't I was surprised to hear that Gangplank still had not resurfaced. Yeah, what the fuck is he doing? So. <laughs> He's really biding his time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so they get to the temple. They discover it's kind of hidden inside a large rock, and they make their way inside, and they discover this kind of weird, bizarre collection of like flotsam and and detritus and a a, a buru shrine, which I think. We talked about it with Gameplank. They're like the kind of the natives to the Serpent Isles, and they're the ones who kind of they kind of control all of the mon- sea monsters, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> right, which is pretty fucking cool. And they also so TF starts investigating, looking for the shit. Graves finds this old woman who's there, and she's seemingly either like dead or catatonic. And he finds this prisoner who's chained up, and you know, terrified of being a sacrifice to something. And and finally, Graves stumbles on this little small one-eyed octopus thing that. 
you know, seems very innocent and then kind of, you know, wraps up around the woman's head and, you know, starts kind of controlling her and operating her. Uh, and then all hell breaks loose. And so, like, she summons all these giant crabs. They start fighting these giant crabs. Mm-hmm. She opens up this, like, tear in reality that seems to, like, go to, like, one of these massive sea monsters. And, you know, it's got this giant eye peering through and it's got tentacles, you know, shooting out, <laughs> bumping the mics. <laughs> it's a cool action sequence. I actually like this. Yeah. This was fun. Um, they they get the crown eventually and they kind of slip out at the last second and they deliver to the prince. They get paid as they're sailing off. The, 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 the crown supposedly lets you control like sea monsters, essentially. So this prince guy, who's also really coolly described as like being covered in like gold body paint or whatever, <laughs> just like constantly. <laughs> so actually Goes out to his... Yeah, right? <laughs> he goes out onto his ship, puts on the crown, and this massive, massive monster just shows up and just destroys the ship instantly. It and, swallows um, it whole, like the whole ship. It just swallows it whole? It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this thing was it's fucking big. Big fucking monsters. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Grays and TF are fine. Uh, but this does end with us seeing uh, Misfortune getting offered a bunch of treasure and also getting her quartermaster back in exchange for getting Graves and Twisted Fate to this, this sea witch mm-hmm. octopus thing. That's the end of that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one a lot. I loved this. <laughs> I really liked this story. It was a lot of fun, and it was just, again, continuing on Graves learning to trust Twisted I think Graves is already there. He keeps saying, like, I need to make sure I can trust him. He fully trusts him at this point. I think he's just kind of in denial about it. But there's lots of little things that Twisted Fate's doing to, like, kind of go overboard and go a little out of the way to be like, I'm cool now. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to fuck you over again. Which was really cool. Yeah. Immediately throws the crown to Graves when they recover it. So yeah. that Graves doesn't think he's going to run away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know right early in the story, because the, the shrine itself is actually in the middle of like a giant, what looks to be like solid rock. So Graves has to swim underneath the rock mm. to get into the shrine, whereas TF can just teleport himself in. And it's a very, very long swim. And uh, Graves kind of has a line where... He's like, you know, TF better be right about the shrine being in here. If I drown, if I drown down here, I swear, next harrowing, I'm going to come back and haunt the bastard. <laughs> but he does still go down that giant ass swim just because TF's like, yeah, man, trust me. It's good. It's good. Uh, That's a good point. Also, it's yeah. a very good point. When they do get inside, there was another line of Graves where he says uh, he might try to play it cool. But TF's still looking at me, and I can tell he's concerned. I won't admit it, but I appreciate that. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> the concern. Mm. But yeah, this was just a lot of fun. I thought um, everything with the sea hag was really creative. The way that like an octopus landed on her head and pulled her up. Visually, it was really cool the way it's described. And... I like how, so they knew that the captive there was one of Misfortune's guys, and they do try to help him, kind of, like, Graves tries to shotgun the chain off of his leg as, like, the place is flooding with water, and his, but his shotgun's been, like, clogged with water, so they're like, sorry, man, and they just <laughs> fucking our best shot. leave. <laughs> Which, I mean, what are they going to do? Know, it's better than nothing. Yeah, I, I don't think they would have been, a, they would have just died trying to get through that chain, but, yeah. Yeah, it's... 
it's really surprising that guy did not die to be fair <laughs> yeah yeah i'm kind of curious uh, maybe we'll learn more about him in Misf- misfortune's story because she seemed important to him it's not like her her people are disposable to her like a lot of other characters so yeah i feel like he may have even been referenced i don't know if we get his name but i feel like they did reference her quartermaster in some of the stories like in mm-hmm. the um mm-hmm. like the mist story that harrowing one yeah hmm. Yeah, I think maybe even Burning Tides, yeah. um, he might get referenced. So he might be a recurring character. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's hard to say. He's on a Runeterra card? He probably is. Right. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. we got time. That's true. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool. It was a, it, the the actual, what was happening in terms of you know action, like I said, it was a lot of fun. You described it creative as, as a really good descriptor. Like the whole climax sequence is like, I'm there, I'm into it. It's like, yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. And then it's it's supported by these really strong character moments that, you know what I love about it is that it feels like, oh, something happened in the lore with these characters, and now they've changed, and their interactions have, have changed, and we feel that, and like, oh, hey, look, Graves now is different than Graves was at the start of Burning Tides. Yeah. Um, and same with Twisted Fate to a degree, too. Like, like hey, awesome. I know. You don't <laughs> see, like, character development like this throughout the lore very much, and it's not normally positive when you do. You normally see people descent into, like, chaos and destruction, but seeing them mend and become better people? Yeah. This wow. is what I would have loved to see in the Garen novella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. But another thing I liked about this short story is that it also leads directly into a cinematic, so yeah. we get an actual visual of some, uh, like, like you mentioned the cool element of like the the octopus and the sea hag like Mm -hmm. you actually get to see it and it is pretty fucking cool yeah i feel like we um we had watched the cinematic when it came out and it didn't really stick out to me as being memorable but having watched it right after read like reading the story i feel like now it is very memorable (laughs) to me there's so many more layers to it and i really liked it yeah that's a really cool tie-in um because yeah i also watched it when it first released had no context for it, you know. Yeah, yeah. There. Um. Do you want? Who want? Do you? Do you have like a description of the cinematic? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's the last of the story. So we'll skip straight into cinematics, and mm-hmm. we'll start with Double Double Cross, which takes place right after this story. Uh, so basically, the sea witch that we talked about hired Misfortune to capture Graves and TF for stealing the Abyssal Crown. Um. So the cinematic kind of starts with, uh, Misfortune having TF tied up. <laughs> And Graves busts in to rescue him. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it is. It's basically a moment where, like, T, where Misfortune's like, "Oh, you're just bait. I'm gonna get your partner." And he's like, "Graves would never be stupid enough to." And then at that moment, Graves just busts the door in. <laughs> um, they do manage to get the drop on her, kind of. You know, they've got her cornered up against a wall. They've got their guns trained on her. Um, but it was a bait. She hits a little hidden switch on the wall and drops them into a crate. Uh, Then the witch shows up and trades MF's captured quartermaster and a bunch of treasure for TF and Graves. But as she's leaving, she mentions she'll be sacrificing them to the beasts below and they'll endure a thousand years of torment, (laughs) which clearly wasn't made clear when the deal was made with mf that but also i like how graves only concern is like dude i got like 20 years <laughs> max what do you mean a thousand <laughs> years of torment <laughs> but yeah he- hearing that makes mf feel bad so she picks up one of tf's 
cards and slips it into the crate. And then when they get a little distance away, uh, TF and Graves use the card to escape, and everybody wins except for the sea hag. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, this is um, this is a lot of fun. I like that misfortune yeah. had the the moment of oh, okay. Well, I don't want them to suffer for a thousand years. <laughs> I also like how they she gets the drop on them back because they start bickering like an old married couple. That yeah. was fun. They're like, ah. Oh. She asks the classic thing you ask two swindlers who <laughs> are working a job. How you guys going to split up the reward? <laughs> <laughs> TF says 50-50. Graves doesn't want to do 50-50 because he just had to rescue Twisted Fate. He got captured. So 70-30 easy. And yeah, then they fight. <laughs> when they yep. drop into the crate. I don't... I don't know how exactly it. <laughs> the best line ever. Yeah. Get, what was it? Get get your elbow out of my mouth. Yeah. That ain't my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, what was it? <laughs> that was the most quoted thing in the comments, too. If you scroll down to the comments of that cinematic, it's get your elbow out of my, I don't know if it was mouth, because he wouldn't be able to talk if it was his mouth, right? I don't know. It depends how big his mouth is. It was mouth. It was mouth. Okay. <laughs> oh. And it was an elbow, so I mean. No. <laughs> I but yeah, that's a super fun little cinematic. Yeah. It's really, it's it's probably my favorite. Maybe maybe my favorite of the. How the Yorta one's better. Yeah, where <laughs> John was just about to do the Yorta one. I've watched the Yorta one yeah. like endless times since they released it. It is one of my favorites for sure yeah it's very good and we did talk about this one a little bit with Corky mm-hmm. uh, so we'll cover kind of the Graves aspects of it uh, well I'll just do a quick storyline just in case you didn't listen to Corky which <laughs> I totally get he didn't have a whole lot of lore yeah I don't think a lot of people listen to that one. <laughs> uh, so Timo's missing and Tristana goes to rescue him Corky and Lulu want to help but Tristana doesn't think they'll be useful so she goes without them uh, she's immediately captured by Graves upon arriving in Bilgewater who's very excited to have captured two Yordles. Apparently the bounty price for Yordles is very high, so he's like, ooh boy. <laughs> Something that they talked about in the last short story that I forget the name of, um, TF is from like the river. He's like river folks who's very superstitious, and Graves is very much not. So I liked this added, this, this continued characterization of TF being like, I don't mess with Yordles, dude. You have fun, but not me, bro. Yeah. They're too much trouble. Yeah. They're not worth it. <laughs> but they both know what Yordles are, which is they interesting. They both know what Yordles are. Um, true. So he has them trapped in a runic iron cage, which is interesting. I don't know what the purpose of this would be for them to have unless he was specifically going Yordle hunting. But uh, <laughs> but he's got one. No. Uh, apparently, the Yordles are weak to runic iron. It's like magical iron, I guess. Oh. Is that mm. um that global Teemo taunt, man? It was I affecting know. even then. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, TF again. Yordles are a ticking time bomb. Don't fuck around. <laughs> um, Corky now shows up to help with the rescue, but he crashes his plane immediately and goes flying into Graves' cage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tristana's like, what the hell, man? What was the plan? He's like, oh, me? I'm just a distraction. And then a giant Lulu comes in <laughs> who has altered herself, and she's carrying a, a big rock that Tristana always tells her to watch whenever she goes on mission to keep Lulu occupied. 
Lulu. Even though Lulu's clearly the strongest one there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lulu is not amused, and she goes to give Tristana a piece of her mind, but touches the iron cage and is no longer giant. So she drops the big rock, which falls right on Graves' foot, which causes him to fire a shotgun up, I feel opening like the cage. He would lose his foot. It was a big rock. Right. <laughs> You'd be trying to like pick that shit up with a fucking sponge, man. He's got grit. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Um Yeah, so the Yordles are free. Timo recovers Tristana's gun, which Tristana uses to shoot at Graves, who has to kind of take cover behind some crates. Um Corky decides he's gonna help, I guess, and goes over and challenges Graves to some fisticuffs. Graves just picks Corky up and decides to use him as kind of a, a yordle shield against Tristana's gun. And it's like, hey, drop it, little missy. Uh, and then Lulu's like, transmogrify, and turns him into a toad. That's not what she says. <laughs> I also, I love... What if Tristana just shot Corky? Sorry. <laughs> uh, she might. <laughs> I love how you're like, I'll go over the graves part real quick, but the yordle part's so delightful that you had to go bit by bit through all so the good. yordle stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Graves gets turned into a frog and TF scoops him up. Yep. Important to note, Mm -hmm. this is the last bit of kind of lore or cinematic, I guess, before the ruination event. So prior to prior to the Sentinel event, he could have just been frog the whole time. (laughs) We don't see him turn back. It lasts like three seconds, so (laughs) it lasted longer than that already in the cinematic. All the rules are off. <laughs> that would be a neat twist <laughs> of fate. Oh god! Yeah. Well, waka, oh. waka waka waka. All right, the next cinematic. <laughs> next cinematic is a new dawn. Uh, this is basically just a five v five fight. This is a this is a a summoners rift battle between. This was, this was a big one. Yeah, this was one of the first like big cinematics we had done after like a twist of fate yeah i feel like it was the first one that like looked pretty good yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people were like oh shit it was nice uh so this one features graves rengar ari leona and Jax facing off against darius draven zyra katarina and nautilus in a 5v5 graves is actually pretty focal to this fight uh he stops ari from being murdered by draven he kills katarina he shows up in time to save Arya again from being killed by Nautilus, and then he kills Nautilus, killing himself in the process using the shell from his ult, the end of the line shell, mm. uh, to blow up a rock which falls on them both. And, important to note in this cinematic, he's got a cigar, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but don't smoke. Smoking is bad, but but hey, blowing up Nautilus, that's where it's at. <laughs> no, yeah, he's fucking MVP this fucking fight, man. Yeah, he is. He's like a support. Right? I guess he's the jungle, right? <laughs> the jungle always point. has to... They got Rango, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Rango's useless. This is interesting. Did it say it was Rengar, though? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough... They do yeah. actually say it in a Graves quote for his sentinel skin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he will. Uh, he does have a sentinel quote when he's taunting Draven, where he's like, I had a dream I fought you. 
my pal Rango killed you. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Now, there are a few other cinematics. Some are skin cinematics and others. Uh, A Snowdown Showdown. Uh, This is the one where the Poro is looking for someone who has a manly enough mustache to be the new Santa. (laughs) He passes Grave shooting snowballs at Gnar out of a shotgun snowblower. Uh, He looks at them and determines their mustache is not mustachy enough and keeps going. Mm -hmm. Harsh. Uh, He's also in Be Your Best Santa, kind of. It really focuses on other skins, but he's just there. Mm -hmm. Um, He's in (laughs) Fight for Yours, which is the anime-style Battle Academia cinematic, which is like a battle training montage. Mm. He's the uh, battle professor at the Battle Academia school. Huh. Uh, he's in Systems Online, which is the Pulsefire trailer. There's a computer that shows a Graves kind of uh, icon almost, um, which is which is basically serving like a loading <laughs> screen icon for their computers, which kind of made me think like, oh, does, Greg, does Graves have a Pulsefire skin? I didn't think he did. He has technically a Pulsefire skin, but it's on the Praetorian line. He oh. is, which are the enemies of the Pulsefire universe. They're kind of like robots that oh. um, pour through the holes that Ezreal keeps tearing in the space-time continuum and just fucking destroying <laughs> worlds. Um, so he does technically have a Pulsefire skin. This icon is not that skin. It's just an icon of like classic graves with his cloak. It's weird. God, he has a lot of fucking skins, huh. dude. He does. Yeah. yeah he does, doesn't he? Uh, also, his shotgun shows up. In the Mac client trailer. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, this one might be, I don't know if y'all are aware that this exists or not. Mm -hmm. Have y'all ever heard of Outlaw Origins? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) My man. (laughs) Now, this is a community collab video. It is a live action story uh, about Graves's childhood and meeting TF and growing up and breaking out of prison. Oh my gosh. And it follows the old lore mm-hmm. meetup between Graves and TF which um, they don't actually specify in his new lore anymore but the card game where they initially met um, the reason they both decided that they'd be good swindlers is that in the final hand of the game they both flopped four aces. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny oh, wow. yeah okay. man i i'll be honest i didn't rewatch this because i was like oh this is gonna be old lore it's gonna be super mega cringe and i, I don't know if i can sit down and watch this you should fucking watch it <laughs> i'm gonna go back and rewatch it now fuck uh now from the comic side of things he shows up in a panel of harmonies uh, because Yaswo is reading a back Battle Academia. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, fuck manga, and Graves is on the cover. God, fuck, I thought you were gonna say someone's playing League and he's on the screen, but no, that's that's yeah, that's better. And before we hop into AUs, we have some in canon quotes because mm. they are for the Sentinel skins. Which are following so the ruination new. event happening right now. Which yeah. the skin's yeah. not even out yet. I don't think is it the Graves one. I don't know. No, uh, I don't think so. Okay, not, not at the time of this recording, anyway. Oh yeah, probably is by the time yeah. it comes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, in case 
you know, in case you're listening to this when it comes out, there's a ruination event happening right now, so there's a lot of lore <laughs> stuff happening in-game. Yeah. But the Sentinel Graves quotes, he has some interesting ones. Uh, so to Leona, I guess on the topic of going back and revisiting some <laughs> old lore, he's got a quote to Leona that says, Hey, moon lady, is there a sun lady? Are y'all friends? Oh, I see. <laughs> He calls Leona Moon Lady? Oh, no. Sorry. That's to uh, Diana. Oh, okay. I wrote it wrong. He's really confused. very confused. So what he said was, ooh, I see. I got that going with my friend, T.M. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all got them rock hard bones. (laughs) So so to Olaf, I can respect a large, musky barbarian who knows what he wants. Oh, my God. Okay, so he's got a quote to Viego. That literally made me crack up last night when I was reading it. Still looking for pieces of your dead wife, you dumb green shirtless idiot. (laughs) My God! That's so fucking harsh. Man. Holy shit. Okay, Graves. Coming in a little hot. I don't even play him, and I want this skin now. He's got another quote towards him. Isolde don't even like you anymore, you big sad ghost baby. <laughs> He's not wrong. I think someone has to tell Viego. Uh, Man, Gray's got no fucking chill. No I guess that's, fucking uh, chill. Yeah. <laughs> He's got two fun kill quotes whenever he kills people. One of them is, uh, I demand the respect I refuse to show to anybody. <laughs> and uh, this is me saving the world. What a non-criminal act I've just committed. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to know where TF is in all this, because they really are, like, so so joined at the hip, and I'm curious what TF is doing. He does have some quotes to TF, I think, too, just Mm. kind of like, someone asked him about TF or something, he's like, oh, I don't know where he is, he's around somewhere here. That was just Riot being like, look, man, we didn't want to do a Sentinel (laughs) TF skin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or Ruined one, right? Yeah. Oh, Ruined would have been so interesting, though. I, yeah, yeah, you know, I, the only thing with that, I mean, okay, like, first off, couldn't it just be the case that someone's a sentinel or ruined and they don't have a skin? It's fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. trust you. We believe you. And then kind of what your point was earlier, something that was that I liked about these stories with Graves and TF is that it's an upward trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. Things are not devolving and dissolving away. They're being constructed or reconstructed. So the ruination thing might... Like, it would be interesting, but at the same time, it might be, I don't want to say, like, retreading stuff, but, you know. I think at the very least, it would give me a reason to believe that Graves would be a Sentinel. Because as of right now... That's a fair point. I don't know why he's a Sentinel. Maybe we'll get to it. But yeah. I feel like TF becoming ruined and him being like, oh, I gotta get this fucking stupid crown off my friend because he's turned into a real a-hole. <laughs> like I would buy yeah. that and that's what he's saying on the outside but on the inside he's like oh fuck like my friend's all fucked up I really gotta help him I'm sad <laughs> you know that would have been interesting yeah I know this isn't that's about point. Graves and TF it, it, but it should be <laughs> <laughs> but you know they have these these other characters that they're dragging into this bigger story but they're not giving me a reason why they're there really sure yeah, definitely. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, especially when it's such a, a massive piece of the Graves character mm-hmm. to have it be something that we don't even, like, we don't even know, right? We, we're just like, 
that's a really important thing to answer. Yeah, right? I think Vane was easy. Vane doesn't like the magic people, sure. so she has joined the Sentinels. You know? She's going to murder them one way or the <laughs> other, so you might as well give her a fancy gun. Yeah, like it was fine, but... Sure. I don't yeah. Know. Well, you know what else? It's also interesting because, um, you know... Okay, so you've got like the, the lucian Senna relationship. You've got obviously the viego Isol relationship. Bring in Grace, Twisted Fate, have that relationship be a part of it. If you want to like start having this bigger... Th- theme i guess with this whole thing with their side you know yeah. hammer home on it more yeah it would really connect me to like the emotional aspect of that the ruination is having on the rest of runeterra because we're not feeling that yeah right now yeah, yeah i mean i guess it's still early true. in the event but yeah yeah i hope i hope they get more there mm. would the I hope side so story <laughs> for those ones be the ruin tarnation so one thing is like like Draven's <laughs> ruined, right? And no like does really. Darius care? Is he invested? I don't know. I just need to know these yeah. things. Yeah. Do we exactly. have a ruination exactly. episode? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I mean, maybe. Depending on what happens, because I'm, I'm you know, I'm not certainly not through what's in the, the client. I don't even think all of it's yeah. available yet as you know, as we're oh, record no, yeah. recording well, currently. No. It hasn't so. unlocked yet. Yeah. Well we'll see how we feel. Maybe we'll do an episode just on the event that was in the client. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah maybe. That anyway, might as well wait for the RPG to come out and wrap that story in there. Have, like, a big God, that's gonna be a big. So that'll thing be too. in like a year. <laughs> it's supposed to come out this year. All right, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Well, that's Fingers what games say. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, let me uh, let me hop you into some AUs. I don't really lean on back because I right. have one. <laughs> We're going to start with Cops and Robbers. Set in an alternate Piltover and Zahn, each of the champions in this are part of either the Piltover Police Department or criminals. Uh, oddly enough, Graves is both. <laughs> uh, now, he has two skins that are technically part of this line. Crime City Graves. Mm-hmm. Cool, calm, and collected, Malcolm Graves is head of the notorious Graves crime family and the only non-rat that Twitch will trust. Recent moves in the criminal underworld have put his alliance with the Ratman on shaky ground, and he's keen to find out why. Also part of this line is Riot Graves. Oh my god, Riot. Interesting. Uh, Next he's part of Pool Party, where each champion is equipped with summertime clothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like this was the the first super thirsty skin that came out. Yeah, well, super thirsty for male cake like a male, male champion up until then we got some real some real uh you know suggestive female champions and skins but i feel like graves was the first one that was like oh okay i guess that's i guess mm. it's before they did the I'm trying to th- revamp what about base ergot come on man <laughs> 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 original ergot <laughs> all right you know i'm not gonna yuck your yum mark but go for it <laughs> <laughs> That's what revs your engine. <laughs> Ergot. Ergot. We're like Perkins. <laughs> now I gotta look it up. Uh, God. So just as a, an interesting tidbit, uh, Pool Party Graves and Pool Party Lulu have the distinction of being the only two Pool Party skins with no lore. Oh, fun. <laughs> Uh, then you've got the Burning Tides skin line, which is uh, Cutthroat Graves. Mm. Do you want to do extreme damage to someone or something? 
in a loud, noticeable fashion. Look no further than Graves and his slippery pal Tobias, two men who will blow up anything, must be destructible, or anyone must be destructible, <laughs> for the right price. No ghouls, please. Inquire within. <laughs> it's also part of Battle Academia, set in a world where champions go to schools that cultivate the next generation of superheroes. This one is Battle Professor Graves. Graves is a salty ex-soldier who served in the Durandal military before he reluctantly became a professor. Following his discovery of something deep behind enemy lines, he received an offer to teach at the academy from the god weapon itself. His hallmark cigar-munching, dispassionate teaching etiquette is a small price to pay for his decades of experience. Jared Rosen cigar has munching. also confirmed... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, Jared Rosen has also confirmed on Twitter that Graves hates children and hates teaching. We've all had teachers like that. I don't think I've seen this skin that much or at all. Why don't people more play this one more? Right? Okay, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and next up... <laughs> Snow Day, Snowdown Showdown, Winter Holiday Skins. This Ooh. one is Snow Day Graves, outfitted with his mighty snow-blowing gun and a can-do attitude. Graves enters every snowball fight with the same entrepreneurial spirit that got him out of prison, which is to say, blowing a lot of things up with little to no regard for his own safety. A couple things about this splash. One, he has a candy cane in his mouth instead of a cigar, which is delightful. And two, this is Poro right behind him that looks like he's really going for Graves. There are actually several interesting things about this They're splash. They're vicious, you never know. Uh, so you can't see it in the small picture, I don't think. But oh my god, there's a Santa being pulled by Poros. He has a Santa a, sled in the air. He has a picture of himself and TF hanging on his wall. <gasps> oh god. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm so super zoomed in, but yeah, you can kind of see it. You're also on a phone. It's much more noticeable on a big screen. I did the pinch well, thing to make it bigger. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Sounded like, like a grandmother. I made the picture bigger. I pinched the screen like you told me. Just like I pinched your little cheeks. Uh, also, there's a helmet bro on his shelf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. I feel like I'm playing a game. Give me other things to find. Right. Uh, there's his base outfit on the, uh, or his shawl at least. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a riot medallion. That I think that's his necklace in the yeah. from his pool party. In skin. the pool party skin. Oh my mm-hmm. god, this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> they should make like a like a book of this. <laughs> you circle things. <laughs> call it. I, I. perceive. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of the pool party skin, I didn't mm-hmm. mention this before, but his emerald chroma for the pool party skin. He is wearing a Borat one piece. Now, to oh. be fair, he's also no shit. he's also wearing a swimsuit over it, but you can see the Borat thing coming up out of his yeah. swimsuit and over his shoulders. That's funny. <laughs> what a find. What a find. Good job, John. Thanks. Thanks. Nice. I love yeah. when, I love it when you I bring. I wouldn't fucking notice that shit. Love when you bring Borat to the podcast. You know, uh, my wife. Uh. <laughs> now he's in pulse fire as well. 
Set in a dystopian future after the COG era, it features champions augmented by cybernetic enhancements and equipped with chrono technology. Uh, this one is Praetorian Graves. Unleashed upon the multiverse by imperfect pulsefire technology, Graves is but one of a numberless horde of Praetorian marauders now plaguing space-time. Its programming is unlike anything from any known past, present, or future. Each of its thoughts is so complex it would take ten lifetimes for a human to comprehend. Which sounds like a copy post. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had a like a I've had a guy in film school say that to me at some point. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have to attack me like that. And the last skin is the newest from the Ruined King Saga. Uh and this has a little bit of a uh, little bit of lore attached to it. The black mist gathers, the harrowing comes, and the ruined king has risen once more. Viego's corruption blankets Runeterra, turning friends into foes and bringing entire nations to their knees. The only ones with the power to stop him are the Sentinels of Light, an ancient order led by Senna and Lucian. They must call upon champions from every corner of the realm to fight back the black mist and end the ruined king's reign of terror once and for all. So this one is Sentinel Graves. Graves could give a damn about saving the world, but the ruined king is getting in the way of his criminal undertakings. Ah, weak. And that he cannot abide. Right. No. When the sentinels like... come calling, Graves <laughs> reckons he can play the hero for once. No, he Long doesn't. enough to make sure that there's a world left to rob anyway. No, his BFF for life. Oh, man. That's so fucking weak. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I had read it. And I forget. It's hearing you say it out loud. It's like, oh, man. That's so fucking like... I the thing I don't know. is, for this, go ahead. Before John even read it, I knew that was going to be the reason that they gave for Graves joining the Sentinels. Be like, it's getting in the way of his robbing. Like, no, shut up. <laughs> that's like almost like a that's almost like a Jinx type perspective or type character behavior to be like, oh, it's getting in the way of like I'm the one who should blow things up. I'll join the Sentinels, right? Like that's something you would kind of that's like a Jinx logic mm. for Graves. It it would be more pragmatic, like. Hey, this thing is destroying the world, and I like living in the world, right? Yeah, it's got all this yeah. good shit in it. I feel I like know. I don't know, just from everything that we've read on Graves, I feel him. like he would just go into hiding, or he'd have to be bribed. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think, yeah, exactly. It, it, and I don't mean this in a mean way because I don't. I like the skin lore, but you know, the mm-hmm. skin lore. Lots of times, it's it's not it's their nice short blurbs because it's just you know it's getting a little quick idea across. And so for this to be like, oh, this is like a mainline lore. This is the big event. And to like not, I don't know, maybe craft it a little more yeah. complexly. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And maybe we'll get more of this too as the as the event <laughs> unfolds a bit more too. But That's the true. impression I definitely got, especially when they, when I saw which champions were part of like the Sentinels and which ones were ruined was like a very clear like, okay, well, these are skins for champions that they wanted to sell skins for mm-hmm. and now they're just going to try and shoehorn <laughs> a ruination kind of storyline for these specific champions so I wasn't expecting any of them to be super tight that's yeah. unfortunate but fair point and you know who knows right Ruin King was supposed to be out by now maybe it's just like thrown so much fucking chaos in their their grander lore mm. like timeline whatever like maybe it's it's just things that you know, it would they could have constructed it better. Maybe I don't know. Oh man, 
we gonna get some cool sweet like black mist effects at worlds this year i, I think are. so i feel like there probably would be yeah you, at least for the yeah this yeah is, that's that, like yeah. The, that's like the event of the year really is the ruination event so yeah i would assume that they tie that in somehow although there's no music tied to it really yet no they usually don't oh wait the ruination yeah i mean there's like a theme but yeah they've nothing got, like they've got the main theme, really but stand they don't out have, um, yeah you know no big you know musical act yet yeah maybe they will maybe they will for like the whatever the finale to this is the you know the the climax <laughs> oh, let's get let's get like a KDA's theme song about it. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> oh, yeah, ma'am. I'm I'm kind of curious if there were discussions about having ruined champions and sentinels that weren't going to get a skin, and maybe someone shot it down, being like, "Well, people are going to expect a skin if they're part of the lore." But I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely wish they yeah. would have, you know, counted or or included characters even if they weren't intending a skin for them because it would make a lot more sense yeah i mean look at the uh um i mean look at pool party even pool party Mm -hmm. has like a ton of champions that are in the splash art of pool party champions like in pool garb that don't actually have skins oh but it's just like but they look cool and they fit the splash art oh yeah that's fair Mm -hmm. yeah they don't all have to have skins it's fine (laughs) i i mean i agree i think it, it is a good point that that it could absolutely be the case of someone who knows the you know knows the players better than i do because like look no this is just going to be confusing um it's not going to be like it's not going to deliver the value you think it will but it seems to me like it would make it would it would it would, it would free them up right like this mm-hmm. is the whole reason that we don't do the league anymore is so that you're not constrained in these ways um well who the fuck knows mm. <laughs> well i've got some Fun, Ooh, fun facts. Go for it, honey. We're running a little late, so throw them out there. Mm. Uh, Graves is voiced by Kyle Hebert, uh, but Sentinel Graves and Graves in the cinematic are voiced by Fred uh, Tataschiori. Hmm. I wonder I if they're gonna that right, but if he's eventually get an updated voiceover or something. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I can't really tell the difference between them. <laughs> it's like a it's a very doable archetype. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, uh, yeah. Victorious Graves was the first skin of this theme to get chromas based on what cues a player obtained. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they that, just actually. Do now. Oh, nice. Um, he's also the second to last champion with a champion judgment. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Varus is the very last one to get one, but he was the second to last. Oh, damn. This was when... I didn't really get into the judgment a whole lot, mm. but his judgment was very much just, um, you know, he was found himself back in jail without a gun. The guy who put him in jail taunted him a bit, and then TF showed up, and he taunted him a little bit, and, uh, you know, then he got mad, and then he got led into the League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> a strong judgment. <laughs> here, I have a quote here. Let's see. Uh, Priggs asked why he wants to join the league. Oh, wait. When TF asks, he says, I'm going to ruin your con, fate. The world may buy that you're some kind of champion, but I'm going to show you. I'm going to show them what you really are. I'll take everything you have, and when I'm done, you'll be lucky to scam the heat off a campfire. Hmm. And then, <laughs> as they do in all of the champion judgments, someone says, how does it feel to expose your mind? That was their big line at the end oh. of all of them. 
And Graves said, feels like I just squatted with spurs on. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ma'am. So there's that. Go, King. Uh, According to Twisted Fate in the Legends of Runeterra quotes, Graves uh, has quit smoking since. Yeah, I saw that. So, you know, it's not that he doesn't have a cigar anymore. It's that he quit. (laughs) He's learned. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, in case any of you are not up to date on the Graves cigar drama, when he was released, he had a cigar in his splash art. And when they released it in other areas um, where that type of imagery was like more censored, they removed it. And so for consistency, they just removed the cigar from all of his splash everywhere. Uh, which, man, upset people way more than you would think. A a, a lot of people apparently had some real personal investment in Graves getting his (laughs) damn cigar. (laughs) I like how it's not mentioned in any of the stories. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, hey, we're going to steer clear of that shit. I know it's it's like a meme, but I also feel like, yeah, there's people who are genuinely the fucking riot with the fucking... Right? (laughs) I don't know, man. What's next? What's next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. They're not going to show the P and the V? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to see full penetration. <laughs> it only works with that. Good. Oh. Now, yeah. the last bit of lore I have is from another uh, ex, uh, ex-rider who was on the, the lore team, uh, Devin Giel, uh, Runin, who said on her Twitter last year Graves was originally meant to be married to Twisted Fate in the oh. in the original lore that was something that was supposed to have been the case but it was shot down by management yeah um, but she fought hard to keep a palpable sexual tension <laughs> in all of their interactions Hmm. And when she says old lord, does she mean, do you know? I mean, I, I'm sure this is just like a tweet or two. Do, do you know, does she mean like the original, original lore or like or the remake? as it is in Burning Tides? Yeah, like like when, he, when he got sure. like touched again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was original. I'm trying to remember. Hmm. I know that she was one of the one of the kind of OGs too. I know that when I applied to that team, she was, she was one of the people that was writing for the uh, Journal of Justice at the mm. time. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Interesting. yeah, I know Riot has to put up a lot with um, the game being worldwide because a lot of countries have different laws about uh, showing queer characters and stuff like that. So I, I feel like the Diana Leona thing was a really big step, but um, yeah, there's still more to be done. <laughs> we got, okay, okay. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've got the Diana Leona making uh-huh. the heart with yes. their fingers. Can we get like a Graves lore? Um, or a Graves TF, uh, just kind of like touching their fingertips in an emoticon. John. <laughs> <laughs> Can we anyway, get a docking it... emo, please? <laughs> Can we get an emo with their raging boners? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say Man. it. God, it's inappropriate. <laughs> this is a podcast. All right. Do we have any final thoughts on Graves? Uh, I liked I liked Graves. Uh, it made me think of yeah. like Ash, where you've got someone who's a kind mm. of a normal person and has a lot of lore, and I've got a good sense of his character, and he's got some like a strong relationship with TF, and he's got some some change, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, having like um, connections, like emotional connections and relationship, it's the top way to get me to care about one of your characters. <laughs> and I definitely don't feel connected to ones who, who don't tend to have those. And uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of the whole aesthetic too. Like, I loved Firefly. I love that. I love that style. And uh, really, John, you like Firefly? This whole story uh, <laughs> drew me in. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, Graves is sure. Read yourself some Graves. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I recommend. I liked all of it. Yep. So that is it for Graves. Thank you so much for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads, and we also post these episodes on YouTube. Why do I always forget the name of YouTube whenever I do this? And that's just League of Loreheads. If you want to hop in the comments to yell at us for being wrong about something or have a nice, lovely conversation. (laughs) And be sure to join us next week because uh, we're actually going to do our first throwback, callback, first revisit, revisit? Revisit. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. revisit, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Probably to talk about the new Dr. Mundo, the new Diana story, and maybe a few other things that we might think of. A real, real quick just update on the echo cinematic oh yeah 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 (laughs) sure and that's all bye